It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. And I guess that me feeling like, you know, it's sort of duck off a water, duck off a water's back, water off a duck's back. The Confidence and Self-Esteem Podcast. The Confidence and Self-Esteem Podcast. The Confidence and Self-Esteem Podcast. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. I don't want to do it. Okay. I can't. <laughs> That's okay. Just relax. Just think about the theme of the show and what we discussed at the start. No pressure. Take your time. Welcome to the Confidence and Self-Esteem Podcast. Challenging you to increase your confidence and self-esteem. Introducing your host... James Blundell. Using everyday life to help you increase your confidence and your self-esteem. That's what this podcast is about, hopefully. How are you again today? Thank you for tuning in. I say again because I'm getting more and more listeners. I'm guessing uh, people are more and more people are subscribing to this podcast every single week that seems to go up so if that's if that's you thank you thank you very much would love for you to get in touch would love to know why you like this podcast would love to know about you why are you listening how can I make it more about you yeah how can you get in touch Blundell underscore James on Twitter or at Blundell underscore James or, um, yeah, give me an email. Send me an email, james at theconfidenceandselfesteempodcast.com. So today I want to talk about, um, it's going to be a very short podcast again, but um, being laughed at. I don't know if I've spoken about this before in the same sort of context, but or in a different context. But um, I was laughed at by the whole office yesterday. Um, and the scenario is quite simple. Um, I was doing some... Um, get, try, trying to get feedback from staff. And a lot of people just very stressed at the moment. 
So I was trying to understand why, why these people stress. And it's become a very apparent that it's to do with in, interruptions in the office. There is consistently interruptions all day. And staff don't get the opportunity to focus on the task in hand without being interrupted to consider something else. And then they've always got to go back to that original task. And of course, it's a it's a problem because you kind of forget where you are and it takes you a few moments or minutes to get back into it. And then um, you think, right, great, I can now focus on this. And then, hey, presto, there's another interruption and you're back to square one again. And it's causing a lot of stress for a lot of staff. And there's a number of things we've got to do, but one of them is linked to just being understanding, I guess, being um, considerate. And like everyone in the office is saying the same thing. So everyone wants to have a bit more time without being interrupted to themselves to get on with their job. But also everyone's considerate that every time they go to someone else with a problem, they are interrupting someone, right? And ultimately, that's my problem. I'm in charge of this. I need to change these processes. And that's what I plan to look at in the next couple of uh, weeks. However, one thing I said yesterday at a meeting at five o'clock, very briefly, was a suggestion that I basically said, you know, we just need to get a bit more um, strict with this and rude and um, be a bit more stubborn where we say... You know, I don't want to be interrupted. So I basically just said, this is the deal. I gave everyone a a card um, with a green and red on it. And I said, stick that on your desk. And if it's red, all your colleagues know, do not interrupt me. Right? I'm focusing on something. And the idea being that when you're at a convenient pause or break, um, or you just want to go for a coffee or go to the toilet, then you can turn it over to green and somebody then can then come up and say, hey, uh, can you help me with this? Or um, I need to pass this on to you. If it's on red, you don't get interrupted, right? And the whole office basically laughed at me and said, well, it won't work. And I said, well, let's give it a go. And they're looking at each other in disbelief. And I said, look, this is not a long-term solution. This is a very short-term fix, but we can implement this by nine o'clock tomorrow morning, which is now seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, so in the next couple of hours, we can do that. And at the very least, it's going to work for a couple of people. It might not work for everyone. There will be a few red cards on the table and people are going to have to go, sorry to interrupt, but I do need to talk to you. Um, I know you've got a red card, etc., etc. And there'll be a few people who just ignore it altogether and just do what they like. Um, because that's the nature of managing people. Some some will um, buy into it 100%. Some will will not at all and need a lot more uh, support and uh, training and convincing and sort of further explanations on um, uh, you know why we're doing this and 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 the benefits it is to to them. So that was that. Um, I try and explain this for 10 minutes. I hand out cards to everyone. I walk out of the office and someone comes up to me and basically says, how do you handle that situation? I said, well, handle what situation? They went, you've basically got laughed at in front of the whole office. And that's a good question, isn't it? Because that could have um, 
and probably would have knocked my confidence and my self-esteem maybe, I don't know, two or three years ago. But actually, I didn't get distracted from that at all yesterday. I took it within my stride and just sort of like it and lump it. Let's get on with it. And I think the difference is, it comes from obviously lots of, it's no one specific thing which, you know, I can point my finger to. But what I would say is, um, it, it would, it's probably down to me being in a position where I have the authority to make these changes. So actually, whether staff like it or not, you know, um, and, and sometimes staff don't like it, but, you know, I just, just get on with it. I've got to do it. And sometimes these changes make a big difference and people buy into it and then they see the difference and it empowers me because I've made change and, um, you know, staff can see that what I've done has a positive effect. And other times uh, these things sort of sort of fade out and I can see they're not kind of working and, and that's that. We sort of forget about it and we go on to another idea. But ultimately, I guess... If these ideas, if I'm making these suggestions and everyone's laughing at me, then, and, and that's the end of it, people just go, oh, it's rubbish, rubbish idea, that never work. Then you feel a bit small and you feel a bit um, vulnerable and there's a good chance you're never going to make that suggestion again. When actually, if it's the other way around, when you make a suggestion and Somebody, maybe other people in the office or a senior manager or something says, that's a good idea, we should do it. Then you feel empowered to make more of those decisions. And I guess that me feeling like, you know, it's sort of duck off a water, duck off a water's back, water off a duck's back. I feel like that because I've made enough of those decisions that have made a difference. And therefore, and therefore, I feel empowered to continue making suggestions and knowing that sometimes they're going to be silly ideas and I'm going to get laughed at. So with regards to your own confidence and your self-esteem, you go two ways with this, don't you? You either don't want to stand up in front of people, others, and make suggestions because you fear being laughed at, or you're quite happily, um, you know, give bring something to the table, knowing that from time to time it might get dismissed, and knowing that actually, even if it does get dismissed, it's not going to affect my self-esteem or confidence too much, because because it's okay, I, I understand that. So I guess what I'm really saying is, if you are in a position where you don't want to make these suggestions because you fear it's you're going to get laughed at. Then, ultimately, you're always going to be in a position where you never make suggestions because you fear you're always going to get laughed at. Where actually, if you start contributing and contributing regularly and realising that actually, quite often your ideas may get dismissed, but actually, on other occasions people are going to go, do you know what? That's a good idea. We should seriously consider that. Then actually, your confidence and your self-esteem will grow. 
because you were feeling more empowered to continue contributing, coming up with ideas and putting those things forward and being that person who is, is comfortable doing that. Have I made this all this clear? Does this make sense? 11 minutes past seven in the morning. Maybe I need to uh, go away and rethink about how I've phrased this podcast, how I've worded it. But hey, you know how it goes. The Confidence and Self-Esteem podcast, you get it exactly as it is. Let me know if I've made sense. Have a fantastic day. Speak to you soon. Goodbye. Contact the show by emailing james at theconfidenceandselfesteempodcast.com or on Twitter at Blundell underscore James. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.